new on Curiosity Stream. With my infrared drone, I can see what others can't. Drone pilot Doug Thrawn uses his bird's eye view for the ultimate good, saving animals from desperate situations around the globe. Join the rescue effort on a new season of Doug to the Rescue. And you captured a Confederate steamboat. We're taking the ship to freedom. An enslaved crew, a stolen vessel, and a Civil War dash to salvation on impossible escapes. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nanospray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand new 303 graphene detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. Bradford Show. That's my open? That's what they used to call me, Swivel Hit Bradford. That's my open. I'm okay. waiting for you to so justify what? your stupid opinion. Bradford Show. That's delicious. Bradford Show, Andrew Benintendi edition. Andrew Benintendi, Red Sox outfielder. Some call him a rookie. Some call him a prospect. I just call him their left fielder. He joins us on this podcast for the very first time. But before we get to Ben and Tandy, the person in the hair and him living with Pedroia and all the interesting things he had to say, I want to talk to John Tomasi first. He just wrote a story on WEI.com proclaiming that Andrew Penintendi is better than David Ortiz, and he, 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 the, he is the straw that stirs a drink when it comes to the Red Sox offense. And obviously some of this conversation is hot right now because Keith Law of ESPN has proclaimed Andrew ben- Benintendi as the number one prospect in baseball. John, first of all, were you surprised that Keith actually – clarified or, or classified Benintendi as the best, the best, the number one, numero ucho, <laughs> as, I, as I say in my Spanish, as the, the best prospect in all base. Yeah, I think you just said eight with Ocho, but that's okay. Uh, I guess, uh, no, I'm not surprised at all. I think the only surprise a lot of people have is that he's technically still considered a prospect and technically still rookie eligible, so he could be rookie of the year this year only because of that injury he had last year. But if you put that aside and you just look at the talent, you saw him, I saw him. I think this guy has not even remotely scratched the surface. And as excited as Red Sox fans were about Xander Bogarts and Mookie Betts, who we know has finished second in the MVP voting, this is going to sound crazy. Benintendi might be better than both of them. Bradley, uh, okay. Betts, I mean, that's a tall order considering how I'm comparing to Mike throughout this offseason. But said in your your eloquently written article and i agree with it 
the first thing about Andrew Benintendi when you see him is what is everyone talking about? When, when we saw him last year, and really last year was the first time that we got a chance to witness him in person when he's getting bust in at noon and seeing him in the backfields, he's not a big guy. So he's like, oh, well, they reached for this guy, and this is all hype. But then we saw him play, and <laughs> what, what do you say? Five foot eight, five five foot ten. If he was wearing his uh, Kiss Destroyer boots, yeah, Gene Simmons Destroyer yeah. boots. I mean, yeah, he's not impressive physically. Now we've seen the videos of him working out this winter, where he seems a lot bigger. He's bulked up in the biceps. We see him curling chains or whatever the hell he was doing for his off-season workouts, but. He's not an impressive physical specimen outwardly. That all changes as soon as you see him swing and as soon as you see that swing. And it's very rare that a young guy comes up and you say, I don't know if I've ever seen anyone swing quite like he does. And I can't really come up with anyone. I'm sure there's somebody out there, but I'm not seeing an obvious comp. It, there's, it's so compact and it is so aggressive and yet it's so controlled. He had more walks and strikeouts in the minors. That's going to be, as Bradfoe likes to say, the straw that stirs the drink as far as him being hitting atop the Red Sox order, probably second in the order if, if he has a good spring. So you look at that swing and you're just like, all right, this guy is different. And one of the things that I think that goes along with what you're saying in terms of not being overwhelmed or or this not being the, the normal average guy who has only played a handful of games in the major leagues and we're jumping to conclusions. It's like look at the postseason last year and and on the podcast when Andrew appears with us in a few minutes, he will talk about how he regrets cutting his hair and taking responsibility for that because then the team started losing, which actually they did. It was like right right at that moment they started losing when he cut his hair and they that eleven game win streak went south and they ended up ending their season soon there after that but he hit a home run in the postseason and he didn't look overwhelmed in the postseason and we know we talk about all these players who are going to be micromanaged and pitched to and they're going to find the weakness well there is no bigger example of players getting micromanaged than in the playoffs and he still managed to function yeah, and on top of that, we're forgetting that he was playing at well less than 100%. I mean, he had that big bulky brace on his knee. We saw that injury. The night it happened in Tampa, we all thought he had broken his ankle. Turns out he had sprained his knee. You know, thank God for youth. Uh, if that were you or I, we'd be on the DL for about two years. But So he wasn't playing at 100%. He homers in his first at bat. Not forget, he had a big double in the elimination game in Game 3 to drive in a run as the Red Sox were trying to come back. So... This is a guy who did not wilt on the biggest stage, which you couldn't frankly say about some of the other other younger players on the Red Sox that postseason. And all the signs that we've seen so far, and yes, we're extrapolating off a very small sample and all of that, but everything we've seen so far points to this guy being special. Would you like to hear from Andrew Benintendi? Yes, I would. Well, today's your lucky day. Here is Andrew Benintendi on the Bradfoe Show. Well, appearing for the first time ever on the Bradfoe Show podcast is Andrew Benintendi. And, Andrew, uh, one of the perks, as I, Rick Porcello knows all too well, is you get a T-shirt. So I apologize for not presenting that to you here, but welcome to the show anyway. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, so you gained some weight this offseason. Yeah, as, I, as you just said, you gained 15 to 20 pounds. And as I just tweeted, that's every sports writer every single offseason. Um, before we get in, I want to get into a little bit of, of how, is this life what you thought it might be? Um, you, lifted, you, you, you lifted chains and, and you rolled over tires. And I, I don't know what else you did. I went in this offseason knowing I had to gain some weight and some strength. And 
Um, there are certain areas that I had to focus on, and I think overall just trying to get stronger, um, you know, in every part of uh, my body. So, uh, you know, a lot of eating, uh, a lot of lifting, and, uh, you know, it's gone well so far. Uh, but it's not good eating. It's like egg whites, right? It's, it's nothing, it's not like like Chick-fil-A or anything. Oh, yeah, lots of Chick-fil-A. Yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah, I mean... At this point, you know, I'll, I'll take whatever. Uh, you know, that's the thing. I forget that you're, are you 23, right? 22, yeah. 22, okay, 22. You can do that. You, you're like, your, your weight gain is a fun weight gain. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've always had trouble gaining weight, so, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be putting down whatever kind of food, whatever it takes. Were you one of these guys when, when, when you had uh, the pitcher in high school and you you had the headshot and you did want to do, like, the traps pop? You know what I'm talking about? Of like Because I... I, that was a turning point for me in life when I realized that all that did was show my five chin. Yeah, I mean, uh, definitely in high school, everybody wants to have those big arms and big traps, but uh, no, believe it or not now, I do lift my legs. Um, unfortunately, yeah, I mean, no one likes leg day. Come on. But, uh, yeah, because those, those don't – nobody – no one is going to come to spring training and say, well, boy, Ben and Tendy's legs really look stronger this year. Exactly. I mean, it's – you know, you got to work on the forearms, the arms. But, uh, no, the, the squats are definitely the important legs. Uh, you know, it's, it's the, the wheels that run the, run the truck. So. All right. So you, you were in the major leagues last year. You got the major league per diem. Congratulations. You got to stay at Dustin Pedroia's house, um, which we'll talk about in a second. What is what was the biggest thing that you didn't anticipate in terms of being a major league? And I'm not talking about throwing the the three uh, zero curveball. You know, I'm talking about what was the biggest difference that you did, were not anticipating. Um, you know, there's there's a lot, um, but I think the one thing that stood out to me it might not be a difference, but something that just jumped out to me was kind of the acceptance of the fan base. Uh, you know, come That's a nice way of saying that everyone uh, cared about every single thing you did. Yeah, I mean, the attention, um, you know, whether it be my hair, or, you know, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous stuff like my hair. But uh, well, Okay, so I, th- I get the sense that you were getting more and more pissed off about people asking you about your hair. Uh, I wouldn't say. Pissed. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, but, uh, no, I guess it's something that uh, stood out to people and I'm um, growing it back. Uh, so... Sooner or later, I'll be back. So, again, and I'm guilty of this because, you know, we, we have to do what's good for business. And Andrew Benintendi's hair was good for business. So I apologize first as we start the new year for asking you so much about your hair. But was it, was it sort of bizarre as it sort of went on? It's like these people are asking about my hair. Yeah, I mean, uh, especially like social media and Twitter, it's, it was crazy. And, uh, you know, I think the biggest mistake I ever made was cutting it. Uh, you know, when, when I did, I mean, I think, especially on Twitter, everybody, you know, it was a scapegoat, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I'll wear it. I'll wear that. And, uh, you know, definitely should have kept it or I should have kept it. And, uh, you know, all I can do is grow it back out, you know. In fairness, you did hit a home run in the postseason with a haircut. Hey, so, hey, it might be good luck, might not. You never know. When, so, last question also about the hair. It's like it's like a bright light. I have to go to it. Um, so when you when you you say I'm going to grow it back out, is it is this like is this something you consciously think about? As I sit in a like dark room and say, Hmm, should I grow my hair? What should I do with my hair this season? Well, it all started when on Twitter. I guess I won the best hair or something like that um, for the team. And Brock on Twitter said that I'm not going to win in t- 2017. So we got a little competition going on right now. And 
you know, he put it on Twitter, so I put it on Twitter, so now everybody knows it's a little competition. So, uh, you know, he's, he's got it working right now, but we'll see what happens during the season. So you have to do it. You, I mean, you, you... It's, you know, it's, it's not an option, and uh, we've come up with uh, the Flow Bros. That's what we're going to call ourselves. So, uh, who's a uh, who's member of the family? The Flow Bros? Well, right now it's me, Brock, and Robbie Ross Jr. Yeah, so he's got great flow. Uh, so we'll see. I was actually, when I, I, th- I saw those tweets, and I was actually going to be the, do the witty, or the sports writers going to see how much hair they can lose over the course of the season. But uh, so to go for, all right, hair aside, um, the, 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 the rest of being a major leaguer, you stayed with Pedroia. I've, I've been in Pedroia's house. And, and and did he make you actually like watch his lunatic kids at all? What was what? Was, give me give me the whole story behind the staying with Bedroy and what that was like. All right, yeah. So uh, it was like right when I came up, he asked if I had a place to stay, and at that point I said no. And I think it was at that point it was kind of ridiculous to get a place because there was only two weeks worth of games at Fenway. So um, you know, he asked uh, if I want to stay with him, and obviously I said yes, and. Um, the first, however long, his family wasn't there because his kids had school. And um, the second half, they came. His wife came, his three kids. And uh, Aaron Hill was staying with us for a little bit until his family came. So, uh, you know, it was fun um, getting to know his kids. And, his, uh, you know, they're definitely they're, they're identical to, to Dustin. And um, they're fun to be around. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him again. <laughs> what was the weirdest thing about staying with him? Because, like I said, I've been to his house. And... Um, I remember one time I went to his house and he wanted to show me the blueprints of his new house. And meanwhile, his kid was literally climbing up a pantry with a with a, a kitchen knife. So, give me something that like you've obviously stayed in dorm rooms and I don't know frat houses or whatever. What was what was the Pedroia house? Real nice house. Uh, I mean, the, the street he lives on. Obviously, there's a bunch of big names on it. And is Brady on that street? Uh, he's. He was across the way. I think uh, there was a kind of a cul-de-sac, and Dustin's house is, you know, right at the end. He's on the other side of the woods. So, uh, did you do the cre- I kept an eye out. I, I kept an eye out for uh, for Brady, but I never saw him. I was gonna say, did you do the creepy? Uh, I'm sort of jogging down the street. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. So, so okay. So you stay at Pedroia's house. The other part, is, I, I joked, you per diem, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, this is this is this is little things that are very real things when you get to the major leagues. You get things taken care of, and you get per diem. And what is this? Was this sort of thing shocking to you? Yeah, I mean, did you save your? Are you one of these guys who saved your per diem? I mean, if you don't save your per diem, I mean, it's 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 a crime. Um, no, but yeah, the it, there's a lot of different things, you know, when you get up here, and uh, it makes you appreciate, you know, what. What uh, you know, you went through in the minors, and you know I'm pretty fortunate enough where I didn't have to spend too much time in the minors, and hopefully I won't have to ever again. But uh, um, yeah, per diem is uh, is huge, and I uh, definitely appreciate that. By the way, that translates to spring training now. I mean, spring training. I remember last year you were the guy. You were coming in noon on the bus and and things like that. This year, you get you're you're the big shot. I mean, you're you're coming at 7:30 or whatever it is. You get the per diem. You get to leave at noon. Have you thought about that life? Uh, not yet. I think we'll cross that bridge when it comes. But uh, you know, it's definitely going to be uh, a lot different than last year. I think. Well, what, what's the thing? And this is the last question. Is it? Thanks you so much. I know you're not feeling well. I know you got a ton of stuff to do. Um, what's the thing that when you go into this year, 
that you that you look back at last year when I remember interviewing you at a picnic table, and you had you had a, a, a buzz cut. You know, you're a totally different, like not a totally different person, but totally different situation. What is the thing that sort of like, oh my, this I know this is going to feel really different. I don't know. I mean, this is something I've dreamed about doing my entire life, and um, you know, for it happening so fast and um, you know going the way I'd hoped, it's it's kind of you know blows you away, and uh, you know, definitely going to work hard this year. We got a lot to live up to with with uh, you know the team we have, and I'm um, looking forward to the season getting after it. How many Twitter followers have you picked up over the last year? A lot. I don't even know, uh, but. It's, it's at ASBEN16, if everybody doesn't know. All right. So if it, we'll, we'll have dueling T-shirts. I'll tell you what. You give me a T-shirt with your Twitter handle on it, I'll wear it, and you have to do the same. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right Andrew. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. New on Curiosity Stream. From time to time, we have collisions between asteroids and the Earth. We track them. We study them. We hope the big one never comes. Don't look up. It's Asteroid Rush. And alligators. They rarely get sick. They even outlasted the dinosaurs. Could they hold the secret to human longevity? Their blood could have antibacterial applications. Wade into the investigation on immortal alligators. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nanospray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand-new 303 graphene detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors have the expertise to find exactly what you need and the ethics to do the right thing, even when it's the harder thing. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. 